You are listening to More Than a Season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting someone within the sports industry. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look at what the support system experiences but no one discusses. Grab a drink, sit back and listen because we are about to get real. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Stop listening. Press pause. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the ratings and reviews. Select five stars and give us a review. And if you're on Spotify, click our podcast page and click follow and download to listen to all of our episodes. Thanks so much. Enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. We are so excited. It's 2021. Yes. Thank goodness. I know. And we are kicking it off again with another wonderful interview. And so we're going to let her introduce herself. Emily Edwards and my boyfriend is Dominic Fletcher. He's with the Diamondbacks organization. He is an outfielder and I'm currently located in Arkansas. So we're doing half long distance and half seeing him during the season. So are you guys planning on actually being together during off season then apart during season? Yeah. So right now we're only together for off season and then I just see him whenever I can. So I graduated college last year. And right now I'm just nannying, so I do have that flexibility to go see him whenever I do one on the weekends, but it is definitely temporary. I'm only there for probably a week or a weekend at a time. So I want to take it back to the beginning because every time someone is in the sports industry, we know that you don't just start out in the baseball world. So how did y'all meet? How did he make the move? I want to hear the beginning (laughs) story. So we definitely have different stories on how we met. I'll tell you my side. But I think it was half social media and then half getting set up. Like, I vividly remember him reaching out whenever I was a senior in high school, but he will not admit that. He says that it's definitely not how it went. But I remember that, and we had a mutual friend. So I went through recruitment at the University of Arkansas, and our friend hooked us up, basically. I remember she had a party, and we were both there, and that's where we met. And then from there, of course, we went through the whole talking dating phase, which I don't even remember, probably took three months. But he definitely says he did not meet me until after recruitment in college. So take that how you will. I definitely think my story was right. (laughs) So you guys ended up dating throughout your whole college career then, basically? Yeah, so I think I met him probably a month or two into my freshman year of college, and he's a year older, so he already had his whole freshman year under his belt, and then I came in in 2017. And then did you know anything about baseball at that point, or did he kind of have to intro you to baseball life? So I didn't know anything about him, and I knew Arkansas was a huge baseball school, But whenever he followed me, I was like, who the heck is Dominic Fletcher? Like, I had no idea. We only had, I think, four mutual followers at the time. But I remember telling my friend, I was like, who is this guy? Like, I I have no idea. But I loved baseball because my brother played. And I'm from St. Louis, so I love the Cardinals. So I was like, you know, maybe we can see. You know, athletes always have a bad, like, connotation about them. So you never know. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to see how this goes. But it ended up obviously working out. I remember being in college and meeting Carson and I'm like, I worked in football. And so I thought I had it all figured out. I was like, I know the schedule. I know everything. Nope, not at all. And so I remember just being fresh to the whole routine. And so I do want to know. So in college, baseball is still a big chunk of the schedule. So when y'all were dating, how did y'all make that work in college? Because that's a lot of time for baseball. Yeah, for sure. I definitely didn't know that so much time went into it I didn't know that they were going to be practicing basically eight to five like he he really had no time for his classes it's pretty crazy being a d1 athlete I don't know how they balance it but they definitely have a lot of help with their counselors 
but I'm very independent. So for me, it was easy being able to do my own thing and support him on the side. I would always go to the games and I would always try to see him after practice. I'd always make meals for us and everything, have it prepared when he was done. I pretty much had a set routine. He would leave classes, practice, and then scrimmage something. And it honestly did last nine hours a day, even whenever it was like quote off season or not actively playing games. It's full time always. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. And then so when he got drafted, did you guys have a conversation like, okay, we're going to do long distance and kind of see how this is going? Or what was your thought process during that time? Yeah, we definitely never considered like breaking up or anything like that. Like we knew we were going to do long distance. Thankfully, it's actually kind of a crazy story, but his very first year in the minor leagues was in Chicago. And I have one friend in Chicago. And I text her, I'm like, I think Dominic's playing in a town called Geneva. Geneva, Illinois. She's like, oh my gosh, I live there. And so she was actually his host mom. It's the craziest, like definitely a God thing, but she was his host mom for the whole season. And I hadn't seen her in years. And she actually has been wanting me to visit her. So I lived with her for a summer and he was there too. So it really wasn't even long distance for the first year. We got really lucky. I do want to ask because we have never heard that on our podcast. What is a host mom? I did not know that they do that. Yeah, so in the minor leagues, you can either live at the hotel that the organization provides. So the Diamondbacks, they all have a hotel for all the guys. Or you can live with a host mom, which is basically families. They sign up to basically be the mom for the boys. And he would have done that if I didn't refer him to my friend who lived there. And so they basically just had to sign off on my friend and make sure she was okay with it, that she was legit, that it's actually a real person that he would be living with. So it's just a God thing, honestly, when you think about it. Yeah, that's a small world. That's really cool, though. So you guys got to basically spend his first season in baseball, like in the minors together. So what was that like? What was getting to see him in that atmosphere? Oh, my gosh, it was busy. It was weird. It's still it was since Arkansas was so busy, it was pretty much the same thing. I remember it's definitely still like an eight to five, even on the weekend. So they don't get any off days. I think they maybe get one Sunday off a month. And so it's just hard for me whenever I was there, what was I going to do for the whole nine hours? Thankfully, I think I was at the time in online schooling. So I did have something to do, but definitely a lot of waiting and then watching his games that were usually in the evening and then late nights because we would only get to spend time with each other after the practice in the game. So we'd always just go out to eat somewhere in Chicago and kind of explore on that one off day a month. The one off day a month. That is crazy. That is crazy. I I mean, it seems like you have like your head just kind of wrapped around the schedule, which I do admire you for that, because I feel like a lot of the times, um, especially with baseball, I admire all baseball women because y'all take the cake on the moving and the up and all over the place with the schedule. So friends and family, do they know kind of and understand how this world works or is it still a work in progress? My family definitely understands now. They're like, okay, so how long is he here for off season? When does he go back? How is that going to work? But my friends here locally, they absolutely have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Actually, a friend last week, she was like, so what does Dom do in the off season? Is he working? Like he doesn't have time to work. His work is hitting every morning, working out. And that itself takes probably two to five hours every day. And with his little time that he has, he really needs to recover because you don't have off days during the season. And so my friends here that don't know sports or baseball specifically, they don't understand that off season is literally a time to recover because season is nonstop for months and months on end. 
We always are so shocked at these baseball lives and what these guys go through because they go through so many games a year. It's insane. But what do you want to do? So you're nannying now so that you have that flexibility, but what is your like passion or what do you want to do with your life? Technically be a 2021 senior graduating in May, but I, of course, before the pandemic hit, I graduated a year early thinking that I was going to try to model and get an agency either in LA or Miami. And of course, that didn't happen because COVID obviously hit and traveling became a really hard thing to do. So that's why I'm nannying right now, just to kind of wait for everything to pass over, save up some money and also have that flexibility. I'm also enrolling into another program in March so I can be a certified retail analyst. So one of my big goals is to actually be in the corporate industry, working for a Fortune 500 company. In Arkansas, we have Walmart, Tyson, J.B. Hunt, and Basically, every supplier for Walmart is in our area. And so I'd love to do marketing, advertising, or PR for a big company. I think those are amazing things. I do want to ask about modeling just because I'm so curious. So with agencies and things like that, I mean, do you have to take like headshots? What, what all goes into that process to be recruited and do those things? So actually over the weekend, I had a little trip to Tulsa to do a digital shoot. And so those digitals I'm going to use for online submissions. But honestly, with the modeling agencies, you're more likely to get signed if you can get there in person and do the open castings. But of course, due to COVID, open castings aren't really a thing right now. So that's why I'm kind of waiting so I can get that opportunity, hopefully this summer where I can go out in person. But I do have a lot of shoots scheduled to get digitals in case I can do an online submission. But another big goal I'm doing is I have Miss Arkansas in May. So I'm hoping if I do get that chance to win, that'll definitely open doors later on if I could maybe even get some more FaceTime with agencies. Yeah, that's intense. Pageants are amazing. I've always just admired people that can do that. That's a lot of preparation too. So I think that's amazing. Yeah, I was just going to say, what is the preparation for that? I, I know nothing about that world. So basically pageants, yeah, it's a ton of work. There's interviews, swimsuit, evening gown. For me personally, I spend a lot of time doing interview prep just because you always want to make sure you can sound polished whenever you're answering questions and really know how to brand yourself in the interview. And so for me, it's a lot of just realizing my growth and my goals and realizing what I want to accomplish and just really knowing myself before I go into an interview. But what I love about the pageant, it's so much work, but it's during the season. And so it keeps me busy and not really focusing on like, what, what's he doing? And when am I going to see him? It just really has my eyes focused on my end goal in May. Yeah, pageants, I have seen a lot. Some of my friends growing up did them as well. And you have to be so educated on everything that's going on in the world. And I think that growing up, you know, you think it's just you just walk down and you look pretty and it is just so much hard work. And so I am so excited for you. We'll have to be watching and tuning in when you do that. You were saying that you you stay busy while he's in season. What do you guys do for like communication wise? Are you texting a lot? We always are so interested by this because I feel like if you're constantly texting, sometimes things can be misconstrued or if you're doing long distance, you know, fights can arise from that. So what do you guys found that works for you? We definitely text every day, but again, season is so, or not even just season, the days are so long with the practicing, the scrimmaging, the games, the working out. And so we definitely FaceTime more than anything. And the FaceTimes are usually in the evening, but again, the hard thing is there's a time difference. And so By the time he's done with his practice or game or whatever it is, I'm already so tired. And so the FaceTimes are probably, I don't know, 30 minutes. And that's all we get to talk for the whole entire day. So it's not much. I definitely look forward to the one off day that he does have to text all day FaceTime and just catch up on everything. 
Yeah, you seem very calm with all that. I, I just have not ever heard of that where you get the one day to like fit everything in. So I applaud you for <laughs> being so calm and collected about it all. So for, you know, the long distance that you guys are experiencing right now, when do you see him again? Off season right now, he's here. Oh, good. He's been here and he leaves, I think, early March. Right now, it's been a lot of resting, working out. He's basically my personal trainer, which is nice. And that helps with the pageant because I'm doing a ton of workout <laughs> workout prep and making sure that I'm like the healthiest I've ever been toned mentally and physically. We're doing a lot of cooking at home, which is fun. I have him watching The Bachelor with me. I'm watching his sports games. Just it's normal and it's fun. And we have a puppy together. So we always take her to the dog park or walk. Just little things like that that we don't get to do during season. It's been really fun. So do you guys live together during off season then? This is our first year living together. We usually had our own places and we, I guess, basically lived together. But now we do have an apartment together, which has been so nice. Yeah, I want to ask, so living with a boy, we always laugh about this because when we first moved in with our significant others, you learn so much about them within the first like month because you're like, wow, I didn't know that habit about you. So what did you learn? Well, he definitely needs to be reminded to do certain things around the house. For example, I'm the one currently working nine hours a day, like I'm nannying eight to five right now. And it's off season. So in my head, I think that he's resting, not doing much. But he tells me, no, I'm doing probably more than you. I mean, he's working out, hitting. He is golfing a lot. It's his new hobby. But somehow he fills up his nine-hour day. And I just assume, I guess, that he's just hanging out. And so whenever I come home and, like, I don't know, the dishwasher is full or the sink's full, I'm like, what is he doing all day? But I guess he is still, even though it's off-season, he's still preparing for the season. If that makes sense. No, I got you. That's hilarious. That is so funny. This sounds so familiar. <laughs> I know. So when you guys go to – are you going to go to spring training with him in March? I think I'm going to go for – weekends and weeks at a time like not the full time because I am nannying I don't want to just leave and I love being financially independent making my own money doing my own thing so I'll definitely come just not for the whole time yeah I think that's good that's I think awesome yeah. yeah well I want to hear so you have been to a lot of baseball games and so you've got to have some fans in the stand stories we are always so curious of what you hear when you're sitting in the stands well, I have a story. This is back whenever he used to play at Arkansas, but Arkansas fans are intense. Like even yesterday, we went out to eat to grab some burgers to watch the football game. And someone came up to him and they were like, are you Dominic Fletcher? We just had to know. We couldn't recognize you, but we think it's you. And he's like, yeah, it's me. And I mean, we're just eating dinner and it's a Sunday night and people still come up in Arkansas and they're just so in awe when they see him. And I remember when we used to play, there was a lady... I won't get into names or anything, but she was convinced that she was his Arkansas mom. He's from California, and she would literally wear his jersey to every single game. Apparently, she would bake cookies and, like, bring it to him. I don't know the full story, but she was convinced that she was his Arkansas mom and wanted to basically be there for him. And he told me this one story. He went to a local restaurant, and I guess she was tweeting saying, my, my biggest dream is to meet Dominic. And it, she was at the same restaurant that he was at. And Dominic's friend thought it would be funny to tweet her back and say, turn around or something in that nature. And she turned around and saw Dominic just burst out into tears crying. Like people here, they just love him so much. And she's an, a super funny, a great woman, but she just literally thinks she is his mom and thinks that he needs to have a mother figure here. <laughs> she kept up with him now that he's not in Arkansas? She still follows him. I think even now, Dominic has a brother. He plays for the Angels. And I think she even follows his brother. 
too. And connects with his family. So Dominic's mom actually ended up meeting her. And now they're, I guess, Facebook friends. So they everybody keeps up with each other. It's definitely different, but it's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. I feel like super fans are really big too in the minors. So have you seen like any of those type of figures when you go to those games? Um, mainly Arkansas fans in the stands at minor league games. Like Arkansas fans love baseball. We're not good at football. And so people in Arkansas, they just freak out over all of the baseball players and they they follow every single thing they do. Their family, they know everything. And I remember in Chicago, there was people there saying woo pig pig suey wps which is our saying at every sporting event so that cracks me up i i mean bless that lady's heart because literally that is dedication she's baking cookies she's doing her own thing i like it we need some of those for yeah we do we need some crazy fun fans i know well we do have one last question we ask this every single interview so when you first started out dating entering the baseball world what would you tell your younger self that you know now? I would tell myself not to plan anything because you just never know what's going to happen. Baseball is very unique in the sense you don't know where your boyfriend's going to be. You don't know how long he's going to be with a certain team. You don't know when season's going to end, how long his offseason going to be. No one knows the dates or anything. And so you can't plan in advance. You just kind of have to be very laid back, go with the flow, have that sort of mindset that it's going to work out no matter if we're together, if we're not, if he's with this team, if he's not. And so my biggest advice for girls too coming into this world would be find a support system, whether that be other girlfriends or your family, and also just be very independent and try to stay as busy as you can whenever they are not with you. Yeah, that's great. And you seem like you have a really good handle on that. So we're excited to see everything that you do for yourself too. But thank you so much for talking with us. Of course. Thank you guys so much. It was nice to meet you. And thank you everyone that's been listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this interview on more than a season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time.